Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. I'm excited to say hello to the globe. Each week, I'll bring you new ideas to your spiritual path by letting you hear how other folks have walked their path or how they awakened. The planet, the solar system, and every being in it is waking up in some way. There's always bigger, brighter waves to surf that will change our world. So grab your boards. Hello, and welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh, and we are going to be surfing the numbers today. So it's one of the things we have not done on the show before, but we've done different pieces of it. So far, we have moved around energy. We've looked at our aura, our chakras. We've looked at the energy of our spaces. We've looked at the planets and like the sun and the moon. Um, We've looked at what present time is. Uh, but we haven't really looked at the numbers. And a long, long time ago, I had someone, uh, one of my psychic teachers, give me advice um, about a different way to set energy for meetings. And we got out crayons and drew pictures of the energy and that kindergarten atmosphere opened everything up. And so today we're going to do a little surfing with the numbers in that same kindergarten vibe. And uh, hopefully we will clear out the energy of each number as in zero to nine. And uh, when the numbers are combined, hopefully when you look at different numbers, in your regular life, they aren't offensive to you (laughs) or there's no charge on it and they don't slap you in the face. (laughs) And we've all had that day where we look at some piece of paper with a bunch of numbers on it and we're like, no. So as you know, um, numbers are in everything, you know, from the Fibonacci sequence or the golden mean in nature. Uh, It's in music um, and you can see it in solfeggio sequences. Uh, It's in our workspaces, of course. It's in our home spaces, the way the buildings are, um, the calculations come together for a building. Um, And there are many calculations going on behind the scenes in in layers and layers and layers. And the way uh, you might feel good in a building, might have to do with sacred geometry. And uh, there might be other buildings out there where you walk in and you're like, nope, got to get out of here. <laughs> so it could be other energy, but it could also be the energy of the numbers. And just the way it's all calculated doesn't make sense to you. And that's okay. It's just good to have that awareness like, huh, something doesn't feel right. So um, today uh, we're going to look at Uh, those ways in which numbers can make you feel relaxed and other times when you sort of space out and just go unconscious. And um, there might be other times when you see a number and you're like, ugh, four, no, I can't deal with you right now. (laughs) You'll notice that you actually have a relationship to all the numbers anyway, um, but maybe you haven't been quite paying attention or brought it to you know, the forefront of kind of how you're looking at energy. You know, there was a big push a while back to look at your angel numbers. And that was really fun. And if you saw 333, it meant something or 111 uh, when you looked at the clock. And that's all cool. But it wasn't bringing me closer to what was going on with me. And that's what I mean about being in present time. So if we're in present time, it's that space where you know and you see and you be the energy that is you. So you can participate and collaborate with the world. And that sort of sounds easy. (laughs) 
but all of you sensitive psychic folks out there know that it's not. And all day long, you're getting bombarded or bugged by different energies all day long. And you kind of have to learn how to manage that space uh, to sort of hold that sacred present time energy uh, within you. And that you that's a total right that everyone has on the planet. So, um, you know, when you participate and collaborate with the world... You're saying that you're available, you're putting your best foot forward, um, and you're not being pushed and pulled. You're you're using all your choices. <laughs> and if it's with a number or any other energy, it's just another way for you to be you and not get pulled in all directions. And so you probably have heard lots of different stories and information about being grateful using gratitude, using the law of attraction and finding affinity in things. And that sort of leads to manifesting this wonderful life. Um, but how can you get there if during your day you see a number on a piece of paper and you freak out? And so that's what we're kind of tackling today is that there's no charge. They're just numbers on a page. And you might have friendships or um other types of energy going on with those numbers where you can sort of talk to it energetically. Like, mm, I'm not sure I like that combination of numbers. What if it was something else? So you will find after today's show that you will be able to negotiate to the numbers that you like a lot easier. And uh, it won't seem like such a chore and numbers won't be so offensive. <laughs> At least that's my hope. So super sensitive psychic folks out there, like the ones listening, have a way of looking at the world around them and noticing energy. So today we're going to use that ability of psychic observation to study the different numbers. And if you're bad at math, uh, this is a great show for you. And we're just going to open up these numbers to you. And, you know, you got to bring that little piece of kindergarten with you and just sort of bring the wonder behind all of this. And if you were friends with all of these numbers from zero to nine, you know, what would that look like for you? What would happen in your life? Um, you know, you wouldn't be so offended when you get an invoice or a bill. <laughs> you wouldn't be upset when you have to pay something. You'd be like, oh, hello, number. I know you. So there's something about being familiar and sort of knowing how you interact with each of these numbers. And so um, we're going to do this uh, from the sixth chakra. Um, and we're doing uh, this activity from this area in the center of your head where you get to formulate what it means to you. And if there's a number that we look at that you just space out, you don't want to look at it, whatever, you don't need to do anything about it today. But the knowledge of knowing that when you see a three, you just don't like it, that's really valuable. Because if you start using a different number, like a two or a four, it just opens everything up. So uh, that's what we're kind of going for today. It's that self-awareness of where you interact with these different numbers and it's kind of a little template of how you interact with the rest of the world. Um, so you could apply it to different things, not just numbers. Um, and how I sort of came to figure this out, because it's only taken like 100 million years, is that I started to see the number 200 
like I'd have to pay 200 or there were, would be a weird bill that would come that would be exactly $200. And it just was always this weird number and it would keep popping up um, and more than three times. And whenever that was happening, you know, my life was like in chaos. <laughs> and it's like, it cannot be going in this chaotic direction for $200. Like, no way. Like, I was not okay with this. So I started to kind of look at the energy and I figured out that it usually has to do with me making a decision of either I'm staying or I'm going. And that's okay. Like, maybe it's some, you know, thing that I paid a $200 subscription to and I don't want to do that anymore and I'm just walking away, whatever that is. So it's gotten a lot more easy. It still shows up and at least I know that it's about me. <laughs> like it really is about me. It's not the $200 that's showing up. It's like, hello, you got to make a choice and either stay or go. So like now I know, but that took me a million years. So you probably after the show or during the show, you will find a little uh, energy open up where you can look at some of these patterns that have happened with you during your life with numbers. And um, hopefully that will be a lot uh, more easy for you to not only look at the numbers, but when they do show up in a certain format, <laughs> whenever that is, that you can know that, it, you know, this is part of something to do with you or something to do with, I don't know, a family situation or whatever. Like you kind of know that this is a pattern and how to handle it. And usually life is throwing things at us so fast that we have to figure it out so fast. And so we may not have had that luxury yet of looking back and, and sort of noticing these numbers. So uh, I've also noticed in my secular work that um, I would be talking to work colleagues and my experience of numbers was completely different than theirs. And it might also just have to do with somebody being a little more sensitive and psychic than somebody else, but uh, definitely something different was happening uh, in uh, my workspace with numbers where I was not, um, I was having a great time. <laughs> And they were not. So um, that's another thing to look at is that I realized that my coworkers were not liking, you know, their work with numbers at all. If I said the word budget, they both just space out. And, um, you know, they just weren't liking that work. And it made them feel isolated and scared and fearful. And it just was a horrible rabbit hole. But in and painful, I think that's the word I'm looking for, is that numbers don't have to be painful, but not everybody has a chance to like just stop the world for five minutes, <laughs> go into meditation like we're going to do in a second, and just look. And once you get to look and you're like, oh, I can't stand the number four, <laughs> then I'm just picking on the number four right now. But um, you get to kind of open that up and be like, oh, I'm going to go play with the number five, just whatever uh, it sort of presents itself to you. Um, but it doesn't have to be painful. Um, so for me, all day long, if I'm working on a budget, I'm hanging out with all my friends and I'm picking the numbers I like. And there's a lot of freedom that you actually have with numbers. And it's 
hard to see it unless you stop for five seconds, go into meditation and just take a look. <laughs> but it's really hard to get there. So we're going to do that in a second. Um, and sometimes you can tell when the numbers don't make sense to you. If you have, uh, if you're noticing mistakes in a certain area, you can tell there's sort of this conflict between the numbers. And that can usually point to um, something being wrong way back in the beginning to go back and fix it. And um, it, it may not be a mistake of anyone's particular humans doing. It could just be a, a little calculation that got all twisted. And so that's another thing that the numbers kind of show me like when it's not working out. Like they actually sort of show me like, uh, it's not working out for us. You got to help us. <laughs> and, and it just kind of unravels. And then I'm like, Oh, we're just figuring out a puzzle. It's like not a big deal. So the life or death of it, all the painful stuff of it doesn't need to be that way. I mean, we'd all like all the numbers of all the world thrown at us, right? We would love to be have this rich and glamorous life all day long you know, across all of our histories. But it doesn't always work that way. And I have noticed that you can be really happy with a certain set of numbers, but you kind of tip the scale one way or the other and you're just like miserable. So it is important to get to that state when you're trying to manifest, let's say, a, a new house, that you're enjoying the ride. And how do you do that? Well, one of the ways is to look at the numbers and sort of work with them that way. And so from behind the scenes, before you manifest anything, before you're even grateful for any of it, you can be grateful for the numbers. And then they're like, oh, hey, I see you over there. Oh, you need some more fours or you need some more sixes. And it starts becoming like another set of energy. And on surfing, we have uh, zoomed out and done out-of-body meditations where we talk to the planets and we get into those energies of like Jupiter and Saturn and all that. Um, this is just another way to sort of look at energy, see how the universe is talking to us, um, and look at the numbers like we're going to do today and sort of see what what happens, where the unconsciousness is, where do you show up. Like if there's a two, you're like, I'm there. <laughs> you can look at, you know, the addresses of where you've lived in the past, where you've been happy. You can look at old phone numbers. You can look at old cell phone numbers. Um, you can look at any places where you've had winnings and what those um, windfalls or winnings, whatever you want to call them, what those numbers were all about, um, what numbers kind of showed up. Um I do notice that if I'm overdrawn at the bank, it's always $27. <laughs> it's really, really funny. And it's usually when money's coming in. So knowing those patterns, then I don't freak out. And I can just be like, oh, yeah, that's right. I screwed up on my whole bank statement. Okay, I can fix that. But I have other money coming in. And so knowing those patterns becomes very valuable uh, over time. And I'm not sure how it all came together for me, but... Um, working with numbers, that was one of them. I think there was a PBS special uh, that I always try to find, and it was how all the numbers of uh, were developed across all across the world, and all different sort of cultures contributed to all the numbers from zero to nine. So 
something about that sort of triggered me like, oh, like I might have had something to do with some of these numbers in a past life. So there is that too, this past familiarity. Um, and so uh, I think we should just get to it now. <laughs> but I can tell you that um, I am right now getting acquainted or reacquainted with the number seven. Um, number seven is not top dog in my numbers list, for example. Um, it hasn't been a big part of this life. Um, number four is actually okay in my world. Uh, it just reminds me of the four directions all the time. So it's like a calm down number for me. <laughs> and then three, eight, and nine are my total favorites. And it's not because three is a certain thing. It's just that I just like it. You know, it can be just as simple as I just like it. <laughs> you know, for, for me, five, number five sort of comes and goes. Uh, for me, it's like an old, a cousin, a, you know, a family sort of type of energy where you see them every few years and you just sort of pick up where you left off. Um, but I don't have any problems with the number five, but there, I don't see number five too often. And then number two, I am super gentle with, and especially that I have the $200 problem. <laughs> it has, and that I know that it has to do with me coming and going. Um, so I might want to be a little careful when I start seeing a bunch of twos sort of show up, um, and that I might be the one that's going to start ruffling feathers or change my mind or what, whatever I'm doing. It has something to do that I'm going to do with something, and I, might vacillate back and forth, that sort of thing. Uh, number six is super friendly. It has something to do with friendship gatherings for me. Um, and uh, it's also very calm and easy. Uh, the number one usually means that I'm getting stuff done. Um, I'm probably some sort of leader in that energy in some way, and I better take it serious. So if I see the number 11... It's considered like a master number anyway in numerology. But for me, I just think of it as more this architect type of number where I better like zoom out, take a look at the energy. And then, for example, 12, I'm all calm again. It's like the gentle part of the two, the leader part of the one, and I'm just like calm. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, that's going on. So the combination of numbers start to speak to you after a while too. And so some of that idea of the angel numbers and like the way they sort of form in a certain uh, number uh, arrangement, that might speak to you too, where it feels very comfortable or very jarring, or maybe it's giving you a little heads up like, hey, <laughs> something's coming for you, <laughs> whatever that is. So hopefully today um, we get out of a little bit of that pain with money and more money uh, money, more numbers come at you, maybe in the form of money. <laughs> and we'll do a little bit more work on uh, some of the money stuff on surfing the psychic waves too. But for now, let's just take a deep breath. And let's get into that place in the center of our head in that sixth chakra. And I'd like you to make this sixth chakra really big today. It can almost be bigger than your entire head, if you'd like. And I'd like you to give yourself a lot of room. 
a lot of comfy chairs. And I'd like you to just have a little fireplace out in front of you. The little fire going. You're just sitting in your big comfy chair. And as we're doing that, I'd like you to just imagine from the base of your spine to the center of the earth, we're just going to have a really nice column of light form, and it will allow the earth to say hello to you. And that earth energy will bubble up the spine. It will also start to flow through the soles of the feet through the legs. Some of that earth energy will flow from the sort of fifth chakra at the throat, over the shoulders, down the arms and out the palms of the hands. You'll feel a little bit more of that earth energy start to flow up and down the spine, through the sixth chakra, and out the seventh chakra at the top of the head. Great. And the other uh, cosmic source we tap into is the sun. So I'd like you to just allow some of that solar light to start to flood your space from the top of your head down the back channels of the spine. It's mixing with that earth energy. It's flowing up the front channels of the spine. It's kind of making its way through all the chakras. Some of that Cosmic energy is flowing through the legs. Some of it might go down the grounding cord. It's flowing through the arms and out the palms of the hands. It's flowing through the front of the chakras, through the fifth chakra of the throat, sixth chakra center of the head and out the seventh chakra. So we've already sort of said hello to numbers four, five, and six. So let's just get back to that comfy chair in the center of your head. And just notice there's a little fire out in front of you, a little fireplace. It doesn't have to be elaborate. It might seem that you're outside or inside. And I'm just going to start playing around with these numbers. And there's no particular order that I'm going to say them in, but I'm not going to say them in an order that you're used to. So I'd like you to just notice that fire, maybe the colors of the flame. And from the base of where you see that fireplace, that bottom of the fire uh, wood pieces, whatever that looks like for you. I'd like you to just ground that separately from your grounding cord into the center of the earth. We won't connect it to cosmic energy, but we might a little later. Just for now, it can have its own grounding cord. And it might seem that you're out sort of in front of your head right now, but it's just because we 
have that six chakra really big in your space. I'd like you to also pull in the layers of your aura to be about three feet above and below you, side to side. So you're kind of defining your space in this moment. All right. So the first number we're going to look at is the number eight. So I'd like you to just notice as you watch that fire and the smoke, you might see a number eight that sort of appears. I'd like you to just notice any colors you might see with that number eight. Any other pictures or energy? Any images that come to mind as you sort of look at that number? Sometimes a family member will have a favorite number that they tell you all about. So I'd like you to just notice that number eight. And I'd like you to ground that eight into that little grounding cord that we set up. And I'd like you to just notice if it gets bigger, if it changes shapes, size, if it flips around, if it looks more like an infinity symbol now. Just sort of notice what's happening. Sometimes the numbers themselves turn into other symbols. Just sort of notice that space. Just ground off any energy that is not in present time with you and the number eight. You might want to notice what this number reminds you of. Are you friends with the number eight? Do you have a long history? Is it a new friend, new acquaintance? Is it just sort of neutral? And as you just sort of let that energy sort of fall off, that let that uh, number eight, I'd like you to just move it off to the side. You can actually put those numbers behind you as we kind of work through them. You could just put the number eight like behind your head for now. Okay, so the next number we're gonna look at is zero. So I'd like you to just notice as you look at that fire, this little zero pops up. It might look like a bubble, it might look like a donut. You might notice different words that sort of pop out when you hear the number zero. You might notice it can go both ways. You can be a zero, like a loser or a hero (laughs) with the number zero. So there's like funny little anecdotes about the number zero. 
you might have a little trigger there that maybe it means nothing or null or nil or some other type of word with it. But just look at that uh, number out in front of you. And I'd like you to change the color to whatever feels natural to you. You can also ground that number zero. You might notice that some of these numbers seem like letters. I might have said that as well. <laughs> I might have called them a letter. Um, but these numbers kind of flip around between numbers and letters. So you might want to notice that. You might notice that some of the numbers that we'll look at today will trigger some of the school stuff, some of the scholastic abuse <laughs> you might have uh, encountered in your past or the pain that number zero. So I'd like you to just ground whatever that is into the center of the earth. Just let it fall off of that number. And I'd like you to reset that energy to a different color. You might notice that you want the zero number to be very big, very small. Maybe it's super sparkly, whatever that is. And then I'd like you to send it uh, to the back of your head behind you. Great. Okay. Next number is the number five. So the number five can mean different things. It can come with a symbol, like a five-pointed star, something like that. I'd like you to just notice how that five sort of pops up out of the fireplace. It might have a personality. It might be a little bit of a comedian. Or it might be super neutral for you. It might be a friend that you've known for a long time. Or you might be best friends with this number. So I'd like you to just ground any of that energy on the number five. You might see some of the sports stuff like a, a jersey. something like that. So just keep grounding that number five. The five apparently comes with a lot of noise in the background. <laughs> in numerology, it's a little bit of the party number. So Maybe that's some of that coming out. So just take a deep breath and just sort of notice that number five might be a different color for you now. Keep grounding it out. Might notice it might come with different pieces, images, colors. Great. So let's put that in the back of your head behind you, just for now. 
And the next number we're going to look at is a number two. So the number two kind of gets a bad rap. <laughs> it uh, has all sorts of connotations with it, but I'd like you to just notice that it's kind of like an S backwards. It's kind of an upside down number when you look at it too long. It really does have a lot of movement. So I'd like you to just ground out any of that number energy around the number two. And I'd like you to reset that energy. Maybe you'd like to assign a certain color to it, a certain feeling. And if you find that you are getting a little unconscious with the number two, that's okay. I'd like you to just notice that this number might be really important, just not today. So you can just sort of let that wavy sort of energy just be there. You can ground that number two. Reset that energy if you'd like with a different color. And I'd like you to send that number two to the back of your head. Great. Okay. So next up is the number nine. So there's something about the number nine that uh, kind of opens things up. That might just be my experience. Just notice that number nine sort of appear in that fire out in front of you. And I'd like you to ground that number nine into that grounding cord under that fire. And just let any of the sort of expectations on that number nine just sort of drop into that grounding cord. So the way you interact with the number nine might be really super positive might be more on the negative side, might be neutral, might be right in the middle. It might mean something to you where it seems strict. Or it might seem that you've accomplished something. So any of that kind of stuff, I'd like you just to ground that out of that number nine. So I'd like you to notice that with this number nine, you can sort of reset that energy where it means something a little more expansive if it isn't already. It might not mean an ending. It might actually mean a beginning. The number nine can mean that something new is coming. So I'd like you to just notice you can let that number sort of evolve into something that sort of works for you in present time. And if you'd like to just change the color on that, you can do that too. Sometimes the colors help us move through 
the language and the images of energy. Great. Okay. So with that number nine, I'd like you to just move that to the back of your head. We'll come back to those numbers we've worked on a little bit later. And the next number up is the number four. So with this number four, for me, like I was saying, it sort of brings up uh, the four directions for me. That's like the image that I get whenever I see the number four. Um, but I'd like you to notice that that number can just be grounded into that grounding cord. It can sort of release any of the expectations or information we might have put on that number. And in present time, that number might seem or be something very different to you. It might seem that it's foundational. It might seem that it's more of a friendship number for you. The familiarity might be that it was somebody else's favorite number. And when you think of the number four or when you see it on a piece of paper, it reminds you of them. So just notice any of that information. Great. Just ground out that number. You might change that color of that number. And if you notice any other sort of energies that pop up with that number four, I'd like you to just let that release down the grounding cord. you'll notice that there's somebody building, I don't know, something <laughs> in the background. And um, that actually does coincide with some of the things we think about with the number four, building a foundation, support. <laughs> so I apologize for that. But this is kind of what I'm saying about numbers just coming at you from, from all places. All right, so we are going to look at, I'd like you to put that number four in the back of your head if you haven't done it already, and we're going to move on to the number seven. So the number seven uh, does bring up some of the religious stuff sometimes. So just sort of notice if there's any expectation of that. Uh, any sort of love for the number seven. Uh, it's also, you know, lucky number seven, the whole gambling thing sort of comes up sometimes. Just notice that number and any of that sort of coloring of that number that might be there already. You might have a strong relationship with the number seven. 
or not at all. Just sort of notice that space. You might notice that the number seven wants to work with you. So you might be getting a little bit of that as well. Where it's saying, oh my God, here I am. Finally, she's paying attention. (laughs) Whatever that is for you, I'd like you to just notice that number seven. You can say hello to it from the center of your head. Just let that number ground out any of the old expectations of the number seven. Might notice there might be some unconsciousness leaving in this area. Get to just move that number seven to the back of your head. Great. Okay. So next up is the number one. So for me, the number one is kind of a dynamic number in my world. Uh, the number one, like the number zero, could also uh, connotate something uh, negative or positive higher or lower. Um, And if you notice any of that dynamic, I'd like you to just sort of notice that number one. And I'd like you to ground it. And anywhere that that number one has kind of not had the enthusiasm that you would like it to, (laughs) I'd like you to just ground that out into the center of the earth. And again, I'd like you to notice if there's any uh, energy on how you work with the number one. And if any of the school stuff comes up about it. We seem to use the number one a lot, but sort of don't give it credit. Like when we're saying, you know, a millionaire type of number. We don't say you're a one millionaire. It's kind of discarded. But if you have $2 million, you're definitely going to say $2 million. (laughs) So we did sort of notice that space that the one kind of gets dismissed. Or there might be a superiority with it as well. So just sort of notice that sort of twisting of that energy. And I'd like you to just look at that number one, ground it into the center of the earth. And I'd like you to assign a new color to that number. Something along the lines where you're looking at that number one and it's resonating with you along the lines of you're one with the universe. Yeah, something like that. Great. I'd like you to move that number back to that space behind yourself, behind your head. 
And the next number we're going to look at is a number six. So the number six might look like it's a upside down nine. So I'd like you to just notice any of the pictures, energies, um, maybe smoke and mirrors that sort of happen with the number six to just be grounded out of that number. Anywhere in present time where that number six is hard for you to look at or that's all you're seeing, um, the six also gets a bad rap. Sometimes. So any of the energy that says it's unlucky or it's like the bottom of the universe, it has to do with Hades or any of that, I'd like you to just ground it out. I'd like you to notice that you can change the color of that number six to anything you'd like. Maybe the number six needs to be really big in your space. Maybe it feels comforting or courageous or it has a lot to do with friendship, whatever that is. Great. I'd like you to move that number six to the back of your head. And the last number we're going to look at today is the number three. So the three number somehow seems super positive, but that may not be the case to everyone. So I'd like you to just notice that there's a lot of vibe on the number three. And really, the number three can be whatever you'd like in your space. It can be neutral, it can be super happy and positive, it can be super expansive. Just notice how you might see the number three uh, in your life, where it's sort of showing up all the time or not. I'd like you to just notice that when you ground that number into that grounding cord down to the center of the earth, that you're kind of left with like a little wisp of a number. <laughs> so I'd like you to fill it in. There's just a lot of expectation on the number three. I'd like you to just let that release and I'd like you to start filling it in. with that connection you'd like to have with the number three. Great. Yeah. So the number three um, can be whatever you'd like. Maybe that's your party number. Uh, maybe it is the number of harmony for you. Um, 
practice, whatever that is, I'd like you to finish up filling in that number three. It might be really big in your space. You might notice that it moves pretty fast. It's already in the back of your head. <laughs> that happens too. There's some numbers that are faster or slower than others. Okay, great. So now you should still be in that comfy chair in the center of your head with that fire out in front of you. And I'd like you to release that grounding cord and that little fireplace scene. And I'd like you to invite all of those numbers back in front of you. And I'd like you to give them a chair. And I'd like you to be sitting in a circle with them. And just sort of notice that they arrange themselves in a certain order. Or no order at all, that's fine. And I'd like you to make your way to each of the numbers. I'd like you to introduce yourself again. I'd like you to make it a little more formal. And I'd like you to let them know how you'd like to work with them. So I'd like you to approach each chair and make your way around the circle. And just notice that each of these numbers have their different energies. They have different ways of wanting to work with you. You might notice that some numbers are sort of bigger than others in their energy. Or maybe their colors, however you're looking at that now. Great. Notice if the number nine is really big or really small or just kind of the same size as every other number. Notice if number six is having a good time as well. Maybe it's sitting next to number five. They're friends again. <laughs> just notice if there's different numbers that are kind of accumulating in certain corners of your room in the center of your head. Great. Okay. So I'd like you to let these numbers just sort of release, but I'd like them to release inside your body. So they can go wherever these energies need to go in your body. Whenever you need to call them up again, they'll be available. You can come back to this space in this circle with all these numbers in their little chairs or big chairs. They can be in that space with you again and you can have another conversation, but they're here for you anytime. So I'd like you to just notice that from the center of your head, I'd like you to just let that space just start vibrating in a gold color. 
And I'd like you to bring in a little bit more cosmic energy into that space in the center of your head. Great. And I'd like you to slowly come out of meditation. And before you go on with your day, I'd like to just remind you that we did do this. You might have noticed there were a couple of numbers that just you just spaced out. You couldn't concentrate. Um, there's just a little bit of unconscious energy, and that's okay. We want to know where those numbers are. Uh, so for important stuff, maybe you don't go to that number first. You pick another one. Uh, you might notice that there were other numbers that were really easy to look at. You could see really clearly. They were like high-fiving you, whatever that is. Um, I'd like you to just notice and acknowledge that you have been friends with some of this, these numbers already. Um, and so um, you actually do have a relationship with them even before you listen to this. So we are uh, playing around with numbers all the time. You can come back to this space anytime. Um, if you want to manifest big numbers in your life, let's pretend we're talking about dollars and cents, then uh, this would be one of the ways to sort of move that money energy around. And we'll do more work on this, serving the psychic ways very soon. So up next is Venus Andrek. She is excited to get going. And uh, after that is Summer McStravick. So thanks for tuning in on Info Radio. Surfing the Psychic Waves with me today on InflowRadio.com. You can find me on Twitter at Christina Surfing or find me Surfing the Psychic Waves on SoundCloud or on Facebook and let me know what waves you're surfing. This show is brought to you by InflowRadio.com the best curated talk radio network for personal development, wellness, spirituality, and conscious business.